0: 65, the number two internet radio program according to
1: TalkStreamLive.com. This is the Chiki Jaguar Radio Show.
0: Welcome back to the world famous Chiki Jaguar Radio Program, coast to coast and border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and Stitcher. Twenty-one minutes after the hour. Thanks for joining us. Our number two of the big program. We've got a great guest waiting for us on the telephone. We'll get to them here in just a few moments. If you want to get a hold of us on Facebook, you can do so. Facebook.com slash the Jiggy Jaguar. And there is a uh, a lot going on today. And uh, we're going to go to the telephones, our first guest. We're going to let them uh, introduce themselves. And we'll talk a little bit about why they're here. Go ahead and jump in there, my friend, and uh, give us a brief introduction.
1: Hi there, how are you? Thanks for having me on the show.
0: Yes, go ahead and introduce yourself so people know who I'm speaking with today.
1: Okay, you're speaking to Linda Gross. I'm an author and speaker and life coach.
0: Now, uh, Linda, t- t- tell, us, tell us a little bit about your background, because you have an incredible one.
1: Oh, thank you. Um, yes, I have a degree uh, from UCLA in psychology, and I currently run a, a radio show myself. The name of the show is called The Men's Advocate Show, and we talk about only men's subjects. So we talk about dating, sex, relationships, uh, fitness, men's health, men's rights, um, sports, basically anything and everything that men are interested in, that's what we talk about. The show is a jump off from my book that I've written, and the name of the book is called Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. So part of the show we do talk about dating and relationships, which is uh, from the book. And then the rest of the show we talk about, you know, other uh, men's interests, sports and hobbies and, and fitness.
0: Linda Gross joins us today here in a broadcast, 23 minutes after the hour. She has a fantastic, best-selling men's book. It's called Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. Uh, Tell us a little bit about this book and why you decided to write it.
1: Well, I was in a long-term marriage. I got divorced. I got on the dating scene, and I thought to myself, Wowie, where, where have all the good guys gone? And so I started writing an advice column, and the advice column got uh, really popular, and people said, wow, you have such good advice. You should turn this into a book. And, um, you know, after hearing those comments again and again, I, I figured, well, okay, maybe I should, I should turn it into a book. And so um, I started writing the book. I got to about chapter six or seven, and I ended up throwing in the trash. I said, you know what? nobody wants to hear me stand on a soapbox soapbox, you know talking about my point of view I would rather talk about this subject from the man's point of view from the man on the average man on the street so I started asking uh, you know all these men um, what are your problems what are your hang-ups with women what do you what are your gripes about women what are your roadblocks and you know Sooner or later, I started interviewing 20,000 men to write the book. The book is very fresh, it's very relevant, and it comes from exactly what men want to know and how to make their dating lives easier with their women. And in fact, the techniques work so well that some of my guys actually apply these techniques Technique to any woman, meaning, you know, women family members or women in the workplace, how to deal with a female boss. You can use some of these techniques, you know, in those applications as well.
0: Now, uh, th- th- this book is incredibly well written. T- tell me a little bit about the writing process for this great book.
1: <laughs> uh, what a process. You know, any creative endeavor. Um, you know, sometimes can be such an undertaking, and this one was, uh, you know, no less in that department. So the actual getting the questionnaires from the men and the feedback from the men, that was just so amazing. You know, I, I, You know, I got to about 500 questionnaires, and I started to see commonalities with men's experiences and what their questions were, and then I kept going, and I got to a 1,000, and then it was no longer a commonality. It was like similar threads again and again and again. And I thought, wow, you know, I'm really on to something, and I have to put this in a book format so men can benefit from it. So um, I do have an academic background in this area in psychology and most psychological studies, university studies. You know, they have case studies of maybe like 1,500. That's their sample size. So I was having so much fun doing it, and I really, really wanted to confirm my findings, that they were accurate and relevant, and so that's why I kept going. So to have a sample size of 20,000 really kind of is above and beyond what (laughs) most case studies are. So I coupled um, the questionnaires with... With uh, years and years of academic research on this subject, and so men are getting the real deal as to what works.
0: We've got a, a great guest with us today. We're going to take a brief time out when we come back. We're going to keep chatting with Linda Gross. We've got more coming up here on our program. <laughs> She joins us live here on the telephone. Uh, If you missed our first segment, Linda Gross is with us today. She's a gender differences expert. She's interviewed over 20,000 men for her best-selling men's book, Mastering Women. Real truth about women that will change your life forever. She's going to give us both sex tips and uh, on on how the sexes work, and uh, she's also got a degree in sociology and psychology from UCLA. She hosts her own radio show on KMET fourteen ninety AM, the Men's Advocate Show, and is an experienced life coach. Now, um, Linda, uh, I I have uh, before we get before we get back to uh, talking about your book. You are you, see, you, you strike me as being like the female equivalent of Tom Lycus. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know anything about Tom Lycus, but he often says that he uh, gives men advice on how women think. You seem to be doing the opposite by giving um, men the uh, from, from a female perspective. Uh, th- this is an amazing book, by the way.
1: Thank you. Yes, and you're absolutely right. And I've been listening to Likas over, over 25 years. So yes. I know exactly what his approach is. I mean, he gives it from the male perspective, and I give it from the female perspective. Yep. And a lot of times men have asked me, why aren't there more female writers? Why aren't there more female, um, you know, talkers on this subject? And I think the problem is most women don't talk straight. They'll tell you the answer is X, and then the poor guy chases his tail doing X, and meanwhile, it's not <laughs> X at all. It's yep y.
0: Exactly.
1: So, so, <laughs> so you're going to get it from me. I talk straight. I'm direct. I'm to the point. I, don't, I tell you exactly um, what the issue is, why they're doing what they're doing, and how you can get the straightest line there and be most effective.
0: We've got uh, Linda Gross with us today. She joins us live. Now, um, I I, I want to toss some of these at you, my friend, because the, 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 these the, these are just some, some interesting questions that we have here. First of all, can I get a girl that I want without being rich, tall, or have a six-pack?
1: Absolutely. It's a fallacy in the media that they keep promoting those things, but really it's about none of those things. The First and foremost thing that a girl is looking for is confidence. So you have to establish your confidence away from women. You have to do this internally on your own. If you don't have confidence, one great way to do that, or many great ways you can do that, is through your hobbies, through your passions, through sports, through work even. You have to really be a master at something that you care about, that you're good at and keep practicing it day in and day out. Let's say it's a golf swing. Let's say, you know, hitting that perfect golf ball gives you confidence or acing that sales deal or, you know, winning the report at work or whatever it is. That's, you need to find confidence elsewhere first and then that confidence will spill over to women and they can smell that from across the room. So it really has nothing to do with your height or the size of your wallet or what kind of car you drive. Those things are superficial things, and unfortunately, a lot of the 20-something girls today, they don't even know how to judge a man, and they are looking at those superficial things. But that's not what's going to close the deal. Because you can spend $200 on dinner and get nowhere. You can have that fancy car and get nowhere. So you still have to couple that with confidence. You
0: know, drive it home. We've got Linda Gross with us today. She joins us live here on the telephone. How do you win women over?
1: Well, in my book, through my research, I've decided that there are four tenets to making it work. So it's my assumption that if guys do these four traits, he can win over any woman, anywhere, anytime. And it doesn't matter race, color, creed, religion, like any of that stuff. You know, these are inherent traits. So those four traits, as I mentioned, number one is confidence. Number two is connect with her, meaning you have to find some kind of commonality to where she feels bonded with you. She feels connected to you. And that will bring her, that will draw her closer into you. Number three is caring meaning you have to give a rat's tail. If you don't care about her, (laughs) she's not the right girl. Put her back in the ocean and keep fishing. So you have to care. And then lastly is character. You have to walk the walk. You have to talk the talk, mean what you say, and do what you mean. So, again, that speaks, and it comes right back full circle to the confidence thing. So it's easy to have character when you have confidence because you know, that strength is coming from
0: within. We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on the telephone. Linda Gross is with us. She has got this incredible, incredible book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. Why does, what, what, what exactly is the situation with the nice guys? Why do they not work?
1: Well, it goes back to our animalistic tendencies. Let's strip it back 10,000 years ago and the girl wants to know that you can protect her. So let's say there's an emergency, maybe there's a threat to the camp because the animal, a fierce animal has entered the camp, or maybe it's a horrible weather condition like, you know, a tsunami or hurricane or avalanche or whatever it is. In general, nature has made men bigger, badder, stronger, faster than women for a reason and that's to protect women and children. So if you, are the, if, if you are today's nice guy, she doesn't get the sense that you're gonna protect her. So that's why inherently we reject that kind of guy. So let's say, you know, we're at the mall or whatever and there's a 9-11 type attack. She wants to know that you've got her back, that you can pull her to safety. Not that you're gonna run under the first clothes rack and be, you know, knocking your knees, you know, shivering or something. So that's why nice guy doesn't work.
0: We've got a uh, great guest for this today. Linda Gross joins us here on our broadcast. What makes girls go for these bad boys?
1: Well, um, again, with that animalistic tendency, it's a, it, it's a protection thing. It's a confidence thing. So it's not necessarily that we like the negative traits. It's more. It has more to do with these guys have a backbone. They stand for something, and we like that. And, again, it, it speaks to the protection level. Like, in the event there's an emergency, you're going to have our back.
0: Fantastic, fantastic.
1: So, so I'm, not, I'm not advocating that the guy be a bad boy, but, you know, stand for something and, you know, be in that protective type of, you know type of mode don't be wishy-washy don't be weak don't be you know a yes man and a nice guy and all that kind of stuff it doesn't speak to whether you have a backbone or not and we inherently you know repel that We, we don't it doesn't make us feel safe
0: Linda Gross with us today. She joins us live here on the telephone, our uh, big interview for this segment. 42 minutes after the hour, we've got Linda Gross with us today. Why do women always assume there's a relationship?
1: (laughs) Well, you know, I, I know people, you know, jump on my back for this, but I think inherently speaking, biologically speaking, men are programmed to spread their seed. They are programmed to be polygamous. Because, again, 10,000 years ago, during caveman days, you know, the people didn't live very long. So, you know, they would come down into a camp, get their their spread, you know, seed spread, and they'd be a rolling stone. In a couple of days, they'd be moving on to the next camp. So it was a guy's job to spread his seed. Now, what was the reason for that? And that was for uh, the continuance of the species, because there weren't that many people around, and it was pretty imminent that the species could die off if if men were not polygamous women on the other hand they can only get pregnant one guy at a time so women are inherently monogamous so you know that's why most women 95 percent of women assume that if you spend any kind of time with them eventually it's going to lead to a relationship now in modern day times What is happening now is a lot of women are cheating. Well, that is learned behavior. It's not their natural trait, but it's learned behavior. They've learned that from men. They think, okay, men are doing it, so we can't beat them, so let's join them. We can't prevent men from cheating, so let's just act, you know, let's just have sex the same way men have sex and just hop into bed with anybody and, you know, start cheating. Um, So when a guy tells a woman, I'm not relationship-minded, I'm only here to have fun, it kind of goes in one ear and out the other ear of a woman's head because that's not how she's wired. So a guy can get away with that for maybe like two months or so, three months, and then there are actual chemicals that are dropped into her system. Uh, It's called oxytocin, which is a natural hormone, that gets dumped into her system. That that forces her to want to be in a relationship with you, and the and the process of that is eventually so she can pop out a kid. So um, you know those are the inherent behaviors and learned behaviors of what goes on with women and why they assume that you're going to get into a relationship with them.
0: We've got Linda Gross joining us today here in our broadcast. She joins us live. Um, what is the biggest dating myth?
1: That the sexes are the same. You know, I think post-women's live. I think they sold us a bill of goods. You know, now, you know, now that women could enter the workforce because of the advent of the pill, they weren't chained down to being barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. So, you know, they had the luxury of continuing their education or going into the workforce. So they sold us a bill of goods for the last several decades saying that the sexes are the same, but they're absolutely not the same. So we might both start off at point A, we might both want to end up at point Z, but how we get there is decidedly different.
0: We've got a uh, great guest with us today joining us live here on the telephone, the fantastic Linda Gross, and she hosts a uh, radio program, KMET, 1490 AM, and she has a great book out, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. Initially, why should men not have the woman call you first?
1: I know guys want to think that the sexes are equal, and I know guys hate rejection. You know, you guys hate rejection as much as women hate their periods. So what? It's just a fact of life. You have to get over it. You have to deal with it. The reason why men should not assume that women should step forward first is because, you know, you don't have... Um, You will let her have the control. You relinquish control. And one thing that makes a guy sexy is you taking the risk, is you being the alpha, is you sticking your neck out there. So when you let the woman do all the work, guess what? There's a shift and there's a balance of uh, a shift of power that happens and she ends up having the control. And unfortunately, many women see that as a game you know they might like it in the beginning but after that after a couple of uh, you know months of that it turns into nagging and manipulation and some negative traits why because she can because she can run you so that's not a that's, it's not a good energy and it's not a dynamic that works long term so i would say don't let her do that she can do it one time but after that you have to take Take
0: the reins. You have to take control. We've got a uh, great guest with us today joining us live here on the telephone talking. Uh, Linda Gross with us today. She hosts a uh, bang up radio program on KMET 1490 AM. And uh, she's with us today here on our broadcast. Distance doesn't matter when it's true love, right? I'm sorry, say it again. Distance doesn't matter when it's true <laughs> love, right?
1: Uh, I know there's a lot of people who are who do online dating and I know there's people who like choose people from, you know, 2,000 3,000 miles away, but I don't consider those to be legit. And the reason why is if you're choosing somebody that is that far away, I mean, optimally the person should be 1 hour or less than you. I mean, it should be someone who's accessible. If you are intentionally choosing somebody who's one hour, two hours, three hours away from you, um, it means you've got issues. You know, you've got um, trust issues or relationship issues of some sort. Subconsciously, you really don't want to be in a relationship. You want to, you know, sort of like have a little fun and do your own thing and be autonomous. And if you're gonna do that, just, just do it in your own city. You know, have fun and be autonomous in your own city. You don't need to pick on somebody who's thousands of miles away. So I think the person who chooses somebody long distance is really not ready to be in a relationship. There are reasons why you choose someone like that. It's safe.
0: Yes, indeed. Well, Linda, before we let you go, where can we pick the book up and everything else?
1: You can pick it up on either on my website, themensadvocate.com, themensadvocate.com, or you can pick it on Amazon, um, that's Mastering Women. I hope your listeners will join in on my radio program as well. We're here on the West Coast, but uh, we also stream live and on demand through the TuneIn app, and uh, it's easy to find and easy to listen to. I think you'll like it.
0: Well, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on today, Linda. Really appreciate the time. Thank
1: you so much, James.
0: Thank Thank you much. Have yourself a wonderful day. Linda Gross with us today. We've got more coming up.